Thank you all for joining today, and Happy New Year. I hope everyone enjoyed the holiday season with friends and family, and I hope you're starting to settle into this new year. This is our first episode in 2021, and today's episode is titled, Happy New You. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode. Before we get into the episode today, I just wanted to thank everyone for your support in 2020. We started this podcast back in April 2020, and there's been quite a learning curve throughout this process. It took a few months before I really started getting the hang of this podcast thing, and I have by no means mastered the art yet either, but we're continuously looking at ways to improve the podcast to just make the listening experience better for you while still delivering the Word of God. So thank you all for tracking with us this past year. Thank you for growing with us as we continue developing and improving this podcast. And one cool thing about being a podcaster is the stats that are available to you. And I know along the way, we've picked up some consistent listeners and followers, both in the United States and around the world. And so for that, I genuinely thank you for your support. It really means a lot to me. Our subject today is titled, Happy New You. And I believe and proclaim over myself and each of you listening that this year will be representative of a new me and a new you in Christ. I believe that this year will mark a year of growth and development in my walk with Christ, and I pray the same for you as well. Our main scripture that we're going to be building off of today is found in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Notice this scripture starts by saying, If anyone is in Christ. In order for us to be a new creation... For the old things to pass away, it all starts with us being in Christ. And we'll be diving into that a little bit more later on. At the start of every year, people usually try to make some sort of New Year's resolution. These resolutions may range from losing weight, better health, eating better, being better stewards of our finances, paying off debt, whatever it may be. Every year, we always hear about these New Year's resolutions. And every year, we tend to start off very passionate about these resolutions, but it seems that come around February, we start to lose our motivation toward that goal. And according to the U.S. News and World Report, the failure rate for New Year's resolutions is said to be about 80%, and most lose their resolve by mid-February. So according to this statistic, by February, 80% of people have fallen back into either their old habits or their old lifestyle or their just their old way of living neglecting the goal that they set out to achieve in this new year. And in 2021, I have not come today to ask you to start a New Year's resolution, to to do a resolution to maybe read the Bible more or pray more. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that, and, and we should strive for that. I understand a, a lot of leaders in church may have resolutions for, resolutions for their congregation, and, and praise God for that. I don't diminish the power of a collective goal. I also am not saying, like I said, that you know we shouldn't read our Bible more, pray, or get closer to God. You're never going to hear me say we should not do those things. We absolutely should do those things. And if the Lord is speaking to you to find some sort of tangible goal that you want that you need to achieve this year, maybe 
read through the Old Testament or read through the entire Bible or, or, or what have you, if you feel the Lord pricking your heart to do something in that tangible way, then obviously I encourage you to obey God. But instead for this particular episode, my prayer today is that we accept the fact that Christ has accomplished the best resolution to our life's issues by becoming the propitiation for our sins. And the best thing we can do in our lives is to accept that through Christ's perfect sacrifice, and after we repent and turn to God, that we are a new creation. And that's according to the scripture we read earlier in 2 Corinthians. We've got to walk by faith and grab onto this prophetic promise for our lives today if we're truly going to walk that out. We've got to walk by faith, not by sight. That means that old things have passed away and all things are new. The problem here is that too often we all see Christians that mean well and that I believe are truly born again, yet they still carry this baggage of the past with them, baggage of guilt or condemnation from who they were B.C., before Christ. And in this year, in 2021, I challenge those that are listening to first truly look inward on their hearts and ask yourself a couple of questions. Now, we're not looking at at resolutions here. We're not looking at specific milestones we want to achieve. Uh, Of course, you can do that, but that's not what I'm advocating here. Let's start and just ask ask yourself a couple of questions here to to really do an inward search, an evaluation of where you are at this new year. Where where is your life at right now with Christ? Do you have a relationship with Christ? So consider this question. The first question being, if I died today, would I spend eternity with God? That's the most important question one would ever try to discern. If you died today, where would you go? If you can't answer that question confidently, then don't hesitate right now. Stop what you're doing right this very second and acknowledge out loud that you believe Jesus Christ is Lord, that he died on the cross for your sins, and that he rose again on the third day. Repent of your sins. Ask God to forgive you and trust and believe in him from this day forward until you breathe your last breath and accept that from this point forward you are a new creation in Christ. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. If you're already born again, this is the the second question, I guess, if you will, then ask yourself this. Are you still carrying the baggage of your past life with you? Are you still carrying that baggage of your past? As you journey through, through the wilderness, as you head to the promised land, are you carrying some of Egypt with you right now? If you are, Lay it down at the foot of the cross. This is a new year, and this is a new you. Remind the devil that he's a liar. Throw off that baggage, that guilt and condemnation, and accept that those things are not you anymore. Now, if you're still taking part of your old habits and lifestyles that are in in a sinful nature, then you must repent and cry out for the Lord to heal your land. I believe that. I don't believe that you can be a a born-again Christian and continue living a lifestyle of sin. Will we sin in our lives? Yes, we're going to mess up. I'm not talking about sinless perfection. I'm talking about operating and walking and living a lifestyle of sin. If you're taking part of that right now, you've got to repent and cry out. But if you're not living that lifestyle, whatever it may be, you know what your pet sins are, you know what your proclivities are, then instead 
of trying to hold on to that baggage, that condemnation, that guilt of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I used to do those things. I can't believe that that was who I was. You know, lay that down. Grab a hold of the joy of the Lord. These Christians that that have that guilt, that baggage that they're carrying around with them, they're, they're essentially walking around with a dark cloud over their life. And this dark cloud is preventing the sun, S-O-N, from shining in your life. Now, I'm not trying to condemn anyone by saying this because, trust me, I too have had seasons in my life where I reflect back at all the mistakes I've made. And, you know, I start... When I, when I get in this mindset, I start hearing these whispers of the enemy, whispering things in my ear like, who, who do I think I am? You know, why, how dare I even go to church because of the mistakes I made? Who am I to even be doing this podcast, for example? I mean, those are the type of things that, that the enemy will whisper to you, and the devil is a liar. Once you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, now notice here, just like we said at the beginning, if anyone is in Christ— that's the first step. You have to be in Christ. Once you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, God has forgiven you of those sins. And God, you know, God forgives when sometimes we may, we may not forgive ourselves. But God has not asked you to carry that weight with you. He's not asked you to carry that that baggage and that that burden of guilt. He's asked you to let it go. He asked you to let him carry that weight. And in fact, he did that when he went to the cross for our sins. One of the best characteristics of our God is that He forgives us when we are unforgivable, especially to those around us. He puts the shame and the guilt in the rearview mirror and throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. Once you ask God for forgiveness, He forgives it and He forgets it, and He will never bring it up to you again. Man will remind you all the time of who you used to be, of what you used to do, and how you used to live. Man will remind you all the time of the past mistakes you've made and how you'll never recover from them. And we really hit on this specific topic in our recent episode titled Failure, and that was near the end of our Getting Over It series that we did at the close of 2020. And if this portion of the episode speaks to you, go back and check that episode out because I believe it's going to bless you. It was titled Failure, and it really dove deep into some of these issues here. Man will always rub it in your face of what you used to do and who you used to be. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If God's for you, who can be against you? This is, this is not the life that Christ has prescribed you to live, this, this life of guilt and condemnation. You've been forgiven. Let it go. Let this year be the year that you learn to let go of your past. So let's recap these two points really quick. The first thing you can do to becoming a new you in this new year is to first repent and be born again. That's the most important step and a step that cannot be skipped. The second thing you need to do is to accept that through Christ, you are a new creation. Once you are born again, you are a new creation and lay down who you used to be. And the best way to do this is to renew your mind by the washing of the word. Now, once you accept Christ, that requires us to lay off, to step aside from the world and to not take part in that worldly lifestyle anymore. We've got to climb up a little bit higher in the Lord, and the Holy Spirit will help you do that if you pray. The best way to help us renew our mind, like I said, is the washing of the Word. We must meditate in His Word day and night. We must keep the Word close to our hearts. Remember when Jesus was in the wilderness before he started his earthly ministry. The devil came and attacked him and it challenged his, his lordship and his purpose 
in, in this life. And three times the enemy came, came against Jesus and attacked him. He used scripture to do that. And three times Jesus reminded the enemy what was written. Now, how can you fight back against the devil if you don't know what's written? If you don't know what's in the Word of God? The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. We cannot go to battle without a weapon. And the Bible is your weapon against the enemy. Use it. As a born-again Christian, you should no longer participate in the things you used to do. You should be set apart, consecrated, from the world, yet in the world. We've got to be lighthouses in this world for other people. We must be a shining example of what the Lord has done for us in order to help others be encouraged that there is hope in the future. Now, that's not our flesh doing that encouragement. That's not our flesh being that lighthouse. That's the Lord in us. That's when we when we become born again. That's Christ within us. And we need to let Christ shine in our lives. Every single person at some point in their lives need hope. And there is no hope above what is promised to us through the Word of God and through the promises the Lord has laid out for us in His Word. We've got to know the Word. Amen? And the third thing you need to do is progressive. And that's build upon your relationship with God. Now, this last point is going to take a lifetime to accomplish. Building your relationship with God takes takes your entire life of trusting Him through challenges that come your way, praying and communicating to Him to help you so that the old man doesn't try to show up and take over every now and then. And he will. He will try. And, it, you know, building our relationship with God requires us to continue learning more about Him through His Word. Now, I'm not teaching today on religious rituals. That's what I was trying to hit at earlier with the with the resolutions. You know, there's nothing wrong with resolutions. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not talking about rituals here. I'm not talking about things you need to do to make yourself feel better in the flesh. This whole Christianity thing is absolutely, entirely all rooted into Christ and your relationship with Him. It's not religion, it's relationship. And if you've been following this podcast, I hope that you've got that uh, by now because we, we talk about some of these things uh, every so often. I want to be conscientious to try not to you know, encourage people to feel like, okay, I have to read five verses today. I have to read five chapters today to, to move on. And then tomorrow I'll try to read 10 chapters. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about building a relationship. Whatever that means to you, you've got to discern, does that mean reading a chapter a day? Does that re- mean reading a verse today and just really soaking up that verse all throughout the day? You know, that's between you and the Lord. My point is just to simply open the Word and read it every now and then. Um, More than every now and then, every day if you can. Uh, That's the point I'm trying to make, uh, because it's all about building a relationship with Him. And and we've, we've mentioned this in past episodes as well. You can't have a relationship with somebody you don't know. You know, if I come home every day and go downstairs and never talk to my wife... I'm not going to have a relationship with her after after so long. Eventually, she's going to be like, "Okay, what's going on? You know, what's going on here? Uh, you got to communicate. You got to spend time with one another. You know, it's just like any other relationship that we have in this world. The same must be done with the Lord. One thing I've noticed the longer I walk with God is the sweeter He becomes to me personally. The more I know Him, the more I want to know Him. The more I seek Him, the more I want to continue seeking Him. The more I learn about Him, the closer I want to be with Him. And the more I know Him, the more I want to to not disappoint Him. The more I read the Word, the more I feel His presence in my life. 
The more I pray, the closer I feel to Him, the more connected I feel to Him. I don't do these things out of a religious, ritualistic mindset because I feel like I have to do them because that's what's going to get me to heaven. That's not the mindset. I do them because I want to grow. I want to develop in my relationship with Christ. And the main hurdle that Christians have with accomplishing, you know, uh, times of prayer and times of study or, or whatever it may be, the the main hurdle we have to accomplishing these things is time. We seem to run out of time in our lives, and we seem to have run out of time in our lives for God specifically. In Western society, we have such busy lives, and we are conditioned to go, 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 and run, 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 where if we're not careful, days, months, and years fly by without us even really recognizing it. I understand this lifestyle completely. In 2020, the Lord blessed me and my wife with twin girls. That makes four kids for us total, and that right there is proof that God has a sense of humor. And and I'll be completely honest and transparent with you guys today. In my life, it's hard for me to find time sometimes to read and pray and do this podcast and work and then spend time with family. But we get it done because time management is essential in my life. I still find time to pray and read the Word, admittedly not as much as I would like to, but I believe the Lord understands that we have responsibilities in this life. The key is to make Him the number one uh, priority in our life. We can't forsake spending time with the Lord. For me, life is so busy that if I don't control it, it will control me. So I have to really be conscientious of my time. I have to manage my time. Does that mean we, we set out reminders throughout the day on our phone. I I use uh, my iPhone a lot on uh, setting reminders, reminding me at at 2 o'clock, do this, at 3 o'clock, do that. So that way I can try to stay on task throughout the day and not not let certain issues throughout the day overwhelm my time. And we've got to uh, learn, and I I challenge you, I challenge myself in, in 2021 to slow down to prioritize our life, to put into focus what's important. Make time to spend with God. If that means getting up earlier, taking breaks throughout the day, or going to bed later, I don't know. Only you can answer that question, and really, it's not for me to decide that. It's for you, between you and God. But this I do know. It's imperative that we cry out to Him, especially in the United States right now. Our nation needs the Lord, and it needs the prayer warriors to rise up. The time is now for the church to to rise up in prayer. Our leaders need the Lord and need our prayers for them. We as a body of Christ must pray for our leaders. And yes, even if they don't belong to our political party, whatever political party you ascribe to, we still have got to pray for our leaders. Same with Congress. But I digress. My point here is that we've got to spend time with God, friends. Don't let life rush by too fast where we don't make time for him. Ultimately, he should be our priority each and every day, right? And 2020 was a terrible year for many people. It brought with it unprecedented challenges that many of us have never had to face in our lifetime. A pandemic that has shut our world down and election and and just politics and the whole nine yards. It's been a very challenging year for so many people. Some people had it much worse than others. And so far, 2021 has got off to a rocky start, especially in the United States. But I still believe 
Our best days are not behind us. Despite the darkness, despite the angst and the anxiety that many people are feeling right now in this nation from a political perspective, social unrest, the pandemic, you name it, there's so many things to be anxious about right now. There is hope in the Lord, though. And we are here, guys, for such a time as this. We're not here right now for act by accident. It was the Lord's sovereign plan for you and I to be here right now for such a time as this. Our best days are not behind us, but they're ahead of us. I believe that. The church may face persecution, and the body may have many more challenges ahead of us. Who knows? Only God knows. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. We've got to get our joy back. If we don't have joy, we have no strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We've got to hold on to that. Now is the time for all of us to really uh, self-reflect and, and, and try to discern where our relationship is with Christ at this time. Are you satisfied with where you are? If not, you know, pray and, and do more. Do more to get closer to Him. Isaiah 43 says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. God's doing a new thing right now. And we are here to take part in in that thing that he's doing, whatever it may be. We've got to get ready, friends. We've got to to be serious about our relationship with with God. Hold on to that promise that it's in Isaiah 43. And if we are to be successful in this life through Christ, we must be in Christ. And if we are in Christ, then we are a new creation. And the old things have passed away. So this year is a year for a new you, a strengthened relationship with you and God, a time for us to, to, to self-reflect. Are we, are we right with God? If not, let's get right with God. Are we right with God, but but we're carrying a lot of baggage in our lives right now? Maybe baggage of, of condemnation from the past. Maybe whatever it may be, you know what, what, what baggage that you're carrying, if you are carrying any. And now is the time to let it go, to understand that, look, I have asked for forgiveness for that sin. I have, you know, repented from that sin, and God has forgiven me. God's forgiven me. I just can't forgive myself. Sometimes we're our own worst enemies. And I understand that feeling completely. I've been there. But now is the time for us to let it go. Remove the dark cloud over our head. Let the sun shine in our lives. The S-O-N. And let's walk and let the, the, the light of Christ shine in our lives and be lighthouses in this dark and gloomy world right now, and let the light shine, because where the light shines, the darkness cannot be present. So I pray that this episode has blessed you and encouraged you today. I pray that that we all are feeling a deeper calling um, for prayer and for closeness with God, to uh, be strengthened in our relationship with God. It's a new year. 2020 is gone. It's 2021, a new year and a new you. Friends, I'm excited about what this year has to offer the body, and I'm excited about the future of this podcast and the upcoming episodes that the Lord has put on my heart. And I pray that you continue to be blessed in the Lord. Don't lose hope. 
cast your anxieties on the Lord and abide in the vine. Stay strong in the faith and I look forward to talking to you next time.